Diane. You remember my brother Niles, my father Martin. What a tasteful abode. Oh, well, modest in its way. Well, Martin, it's been too long. How have you been? Well, my wife died. I got shot in the hip, and I had to move in with Frazier because I kept falling down in the shower. Well, you look wonderful. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> That's from Frazier, obviously. It's wonderful. Um, just that when people are so phony, how do you deal with them? They'll say, how are you doing? I haven't seen you in a long time, and I meant to get in touch with you, and oh, I think about you so often. And the undercurrent in your own mind is, this is all BS. They don't think about me. I bet they, they, you know, it's just, they're on autopilot. I bet they say this to everyone they meet. So it's really refreshing to hear Martin come out and just say exactly what's going on in his life and then to observe what she does afterwards. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. You can give me a call with any questions from someone who's working, about someone who's working you in your life. My number is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And right before the break, I was answering a woman who um, was talking about how does she deal with a situation where her husband... I'm I'm assuming this is the second marriage. Her husband doesn't want her ever to see her kids or her grandkids. He wants her to cut off all ties. And I said, on the face of it, it's horrendous. You really, you need to just tell him that this is an untenable situation. It's absolutely not going to work. And it could be the break of the beginning of the break of the marriage or the end of it. Um, But there could be other factors. And if I were to observe, or if we had the advantage of seeing videotapes of what you're like when you're around the kids, if you're the type of grandma who totally would wrap her her life around the children 24-7 and forget that you have a husband, then I have some empathy for him. Not that the solution is the reverse to get rid of them, but it's your t- to get rid of um, the kids and your grandkids. But it's how do you manage your time? How do you juggle these two values, your husband and the kids? So you can sit down with him and say to him, I'm assuming his name is Henry. Um, I'm just giving him a name. Henry, help me understand you better. What bothers you most when I'm in contact with the kids? I don't know whether you've asked him that. What do you need from me that I may not be paying attention to? Now, if his demands are unreasonable, I want sex 24-7, then you can't, that's not fair. But if he says that, you know, I want dinners out alone, we always have to go with the kids, and I've become to resent them so much. If it's true that most of your life revolves around the kids and you totally ignore your hubby, then own your piece of it and decide, do you want to be married or not? Is it fair to him? If you, you also want to ask why you're doing this. And if you discover that you're doing it because you felt guilty about the divorce and so you feel guilty about remarrying so that the kids always come first, then you need to reprioritize. You need to ask yourself, do I really need to continue doing this? Or what does the marriage mean to me? Could I make our marriage better? Now, assuming that Henry's not an abusive person, but a good guy who's feeling trapped and he doesn't know how to integrate his life with your children, work with him. If your kids have bad-mouthed him and 
always try to pit you against um, him trying to break up the relationship. You want to work with him instead and that takes time, that takes seeing the good in one another rather than creating a war. You want more, you don't want to have kid, kid wars with your hubby. You want to be able to figure out how to treat each other better with respect, not as enemies. Um, even if you decide to part ways because you're incompatible, that's okay too, but you still want to do it respectfully. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Uh, right now, I want to turn to a call from a woman, and after I was called from a woman who's getting married this June, but her woman's intuition is telling her that her fiancé has cheated on her, and she's got many difficulties uh, of her own. She's very hard on herself. She feels paranoid. She's got an eating disorder. She just feels out of control of her life, and she had a mastectomy and feels ugly and unsexy. So see what you think about this. Hi, Dr. Kenner. I'm 34 years old. I've been with a man for four years. I was supposed to get married in June, but I feel like he's been cheating on me, and it makes me feel very, very ugly. Um, I feel like I'm very unattractive, and I don't think all we do is need to take Viagra, so that makes me feel like less of a woman. I'm bipolar. I have bidysmorphic disorder, um, paranoia. Um, eating disorder, sleeping disorder, there's something else I can't think of it, I'm very nervous right now. And most of it comes from surgery and when I was 23, um, the doctor gave me a mastectomy when he should have given me a lumpectomy. Um, I feel less of a woman, I don't feel sexy anymore, and we're supposed to get married in June, and I just can't be happy. I don't, I hate myself, I hate the way I look. Um, I just don't care if I'm around anymore. And everything I try to do to be happy, it just goes away an instant later. And I was just wondering if you can give me some help or some pointers on how to make myself happy. Like, I want to be somebody different. I want to just stop being myself and be someone else so I can start fresh. And I wish my fiancé would love me for me and not go with other women. Like, he had never admitted to me, but I just had that feeling. It's like woman's intuition and things just don't seem right. If he did cheat on me, I can get past that and just start over my whole life over again. Um, I'm a good person. I really am. I'm kind. I don't do anything for you, but I just want to be happy. Okay, that's a very, very sad situation that you're in. And it sounds like it's been going on for many, many years. It didn't, you're 34 years old now, but you did have your mastectomy at the age of 23. And how traumatizing. I mean, if you have a mastectomy when you're 90 years old, big deal. I mean, you, you, you're you not trying to look glamorous at that age. You've got enough wrinkles and you've dealt with life. But if you have it at a very young age, it can be excruciatingly painful. And I wish you had had wonderful, wonderful therapy. Maybe you did have some good therapy at the time to help you see that you are not your missing breast and not to beat up on yourself, not to see yourself as less of a woman. And yes, you're going to have some of those thoughts, but you want to have a really healthy way to cope with those. So one of the things I'm going to recommend is the book Choosing to Live. And that's on my website, drkenner.com. It's by Tom Ellis and Corey Newman. And that will give you a way to turn around your 
thinking to try to look at your life differently. I know you've got you've been given a lot of different labels in your life, whether it's bipolar body dysmorphic disorder, meaning you're not comfortable with the body you're in, paranoia, eating disorder. But my guess is that they all integrate. They're all connected with your not knowing how to move forward in your life. And you're working too hard to please other people. You're pleasing. You're a good person. You please everyone else, probably including your fiance, as if you need to buy people's affection to be likable. You don't need to do that. You want to recognize that you are a good person and value yourself first, meaning have good hobbies, have good interests in your life, things that you personally like, that you personally choose. And then whether or not this man is cheating on you, you do need to to uncover that. You want to see that the core is, I want to marry myself. I want to love myself first. So I would get into individual therapy as soon as possible. If you can get a cognitive therapist, that would be great. You can go to a website, academyofctcognitivetherapy.org, and I hope that will help. Um, And I hope that he's not cheating on you. You can also try couples therapy and see if that will come out in the open. We have a lot more out on the agenda. A woman who's in what she calls a polygamous relationship actually She's living with a a couple, a married couple, and she's very jealous of the situation. So I'll try to help her coming up on the Rational Basis of Happiness toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Edwin Locke. For a romantic relationship to work, your aspirations for the future need to be compatible. For an example, an important value to discover is whether you and a potential partner want to have children or not, and if you do, how many? This choice dramatically affects your future together. A discrepancy in values here is often a deal breaker. Explore this value honestly and openly. Even if you initially agree, one partner may have a change of mind later and this can become a source of conflict. If a partner has children from a previous relationship, it is very important to learn how that might affect your daily life together and your long-range goals. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.